0: Hey, what's up guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I just wanna make a real quick comment about IRL, in real life racing or riding. If you are only a Zwift rider, this one is probably not for you. But if you ever go outside, if you ever ride in groups, if you ever do races, Grand Fondos, whatever it might be, you really wanna make sure you're using the bike properly. And what I say when I mean that is, We've gotten into this culture where everyone is doing intervals, which is awesome. Everyone's obsessed with the intervals, though, where people are making comments like, I'm not gonna do these, I'm not gonna go outside, I'm gonna use the trainer because I'm much more proficient at it. And okay, you know, if you're going for just simply power development, then creating a perfect scenario where you only have to worry about power okay, I'm not going to argue with that if that's what you want to do, but you need to then be able to take those gains and actually utilize them outside. And a newer athlete that I'm working with, and I'm not picking on him if he hears this, he had said, you know, I forgot what a pain in the ass this was to do anything structured outside. Um, There were unexpected terrain undulations at just the wrong moment that required fiddling with gearing to dial in something that works. There's inconvenient downhills at the wrong time. So, Those inconveniences are going to be there when you're at your grand fondo, when you're at your race, when you are, you know, you know, at the event that you're most likely training for. So, you know, this isn't a diss, but this is like when you see the people that are only on Zwift and then outside, they're easier to pick out than the people that train outdoors all the time. And I mean that by a bigger blown up picture of that is if you look at yourself when you first started riding a bike versus where you are at now, you've grown a ton, right? You shift cleaner, you pedal smoother, you just look more comfortable on the bike, you're in a better position, you've, you know, you've slowly gotten more and more dialed in in so many different aspects of riding. But when we're now, you know, using all the in, and actually, it's it's also look at, you know, we all, all joke at the start line of the first, like, February, March race, when we were excuse me, in upstate New York, we have been inside for 85% of our riding. And we're all like, okay, first race, like haven't ridden around people in a while. So even if you've been doing it for a long time, you got to like brush off the cobwebs. But if you're going through all of spring, waiting for the perfect weather, and then you're going outside, you're not able to use those watts because you haven't ridden and shifted the gears and really been like balancing the bike and doing all those little things going to take you a little bit of time to catch up. So don't worry about it being a little unstructured. You need to do that because you need to learn how to use the machine. And I think one thing that we work on, especially in like burst workouts is helping athletes understand, you know, after the burst, everyone can go hard for 30 seconds. It's modulating that power, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, modulating that power to the under portion or the recovery portion, the easier portion is sometimes harder, Um, you know, and so you want to be able to use the machine properly. And I think one thing, sometimes I'm back on the farm now. So I'll pick routes that are less rolling hills if I really am focusing on max watts but a good example of when I want to focus on just controlling the power and being able to lay it down while I'm going down you know slight downhills five percent downgrades um it's look at my ride yesterday on February or March 4th it's very rolly and I was doing a lactate tolerance riding around FTP why is that a good workout to do because I'm not trying to set a you know, 15 minute best, I'm trying to ride at the high end of my threshold where I'm tolerating lactate. If I hit a downhill and I'm overgeared and I'm only doing, you know, low threshold, I'm not consuming all the lactate and ruining the workout. It's still getting the job accomplished of me tolerating hard pedaling. So that's a great day to go out and pick the hillier route because I don't want to do the same route every day, not to knock on Florida. But that's one thing that's like kind of stinks about riding up and down A1A. It's the same thing every day. But that said, it's 80 degrees all the time. So, hey, there's pluses and minuses to everything. Um, But I really think this quick point is that just because there's terrain that you don't want to deal with, you need to figure out a way to make it work with your intervals. Now, do you want to be going down the backside of a mountain when you're supposed to be doing threshold? No, that is a route that you need to pick and you need to figure a way around that. Is it tough sometimes to find the routes? Yeah. Like for me in Florida, it's stoplights. It's when that's why I left at 6 a.m. because there are some areas where I was like, okay, if I leave at 6, <laughs> I'm going to safely, quickly pause at these lights, whereas if I left at 9, there's too much traffic. I'm not going to blow a light for an interval. It's just not worth it, and it's illegal. So um, be smart out there. I wouldn't be robotic. If you live in a big city in a metro and it takes you an hour to get out of town, then okay, yeah, maybe you're stuck inside for certain interval days. But use the gears to run the machine how it needs to be ridden so that you're ready for those outdoor in real life events if that's what you're targeting. See you guys.